How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake, it's been 45 years, it feels like, since the last time we got on. How you been? 45 years and counting, brother. It's It's been a while, but I'm here. Uh, I'm ready to roll. I'm excited. Uh, been living the dream, man. It's It's been a fun couple months. I know we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but really, really excited to dive back in. How are you doing? Doing well. How do you Oklahomians say that? It's been a minute it's been a minute it's been a minute and a half it's been a minute and a half i think is what they would say it's been that long it seems i've been good man i've been good excited to jump back in i think we've got a good season ahead of us got a lot of support you and i have been busy um just pushing forward uh in, since the last time we aired so it should be should be a good one here so a special thank you to this season's sponsor, the South Dakota Army National Guard. Today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat cap- uh, capability to the war fight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day, what is something that people misunderstand about you? Jake, we talk about it over and over and over again and how much people view us and how it impacts us. What are your thoughts? I love it, man. (laughs) I love it. I'm so excited to dive into season four. This is a great question and one that I was obviously posed uh, during Cardboard Confessionals. Again, huge props to the students that took, took part and participated in this project. But I'm excited to dive in because it is something that I'm passionate about. I know you're passionate about it. And we've actually dove into this in a couple of episodes throughout our time here. But this is the question now. So what we're gonna find out is what the kids had to say you know um being misunderstood is something that's very very relevant in today's society especially with everyone and everything information pictures etc uh is at the hand of our fingertips at all times so i think it's important to to slow down and reflect on this and really dive in i'm looking forward to it man yeah i think a, a lot of people looking back on that um are impacted by people's thoughts and what they're what they feel about them and and how they're they're misunderstood and how they're perceived and what society thinks of them as an individual that really bothers some people and it and it changes their course of their development and their growth and and where they're going and where they want to go so I think uh, kind of talking through this one throughout the season uh, there's going to be some bumps in the road and I think we're going to be able to share some personal stories about this um yeah really looking forward to it so first off what can wrong perceptions do to us in our pursuit of happiness 
I think they can do a lot, Mitch. Uh, the more and more that I think about this, and as I was going through the chapter before we hopped on, uh, the pursuit of happiness is something that we're all after, right? And when we're misunderstood and we're, let's say we're called out or approached about it, or we see a comment online or during a conversation, something that brings us down or makes us stop in our tracks, it, it definitely stalls us for a little bit. And I think there's two directions that you can go. You can either take it as constructive criticism, which I think is super, super important. I think there are times where people, you know, I talk about perspective a lot. People have a lot of different perspectives than us. And I think sometimes when we take in different perspectives, we actually uh, learn quite a bit and we see a, a different avenue and what something, what someone is looking at something differently. So I think that's important. Another way that we can go um, is the complete opposite direction. Like I said, it stalls us. We can halt. We can start to doubt ourselves, which happens all the time, right? Um, people are misunderstood. We're misunderstood. You and I, Mitch, daily, weekly, monthly, literally all the time, as are all of our listeners in different forms and fashions. So I think it's important to really slow down and think, okay, is this some form of criticism that I can learn and grow from? Or is this something that I really need to stop and think about and, and see if it has some some valid uh, valid points? What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think so many times we, we tell our listeners and ourselves, like, don't worry about what people think, right? We just don't worry about it. You got to do your own thing. You got to be your own person. And eventually that will lead to the pursuit of, ha you know, it'll be, you'll be on the path of, of happiness. But a lot of times what people think is kind of measured to, to where we're at. We kind of see where we're at, but what is like our friends? What is the community? What is society? Where, where do they see us at? I say this a lot to, to high school students uh, when they're misbehaving or something like that, you know, Hey, 10, 15 years down the road, you come back to this community, right? What are people, what is the community going to think about you in high school? What are they going to think? What are the first things that are going to come to their mind? Like you control that. Maybe not all of it, but you do control it. And it holds us accountable. So I think it's a very fine line about, hey, do your own thing. Don't worry about what people think. And also like, you got to take into consideration because that's your accountability piece. A lot of us can be naive and thinking like, here we are all high and almighty, but no one else thinks that way. And like, you've got to, you got to balance it. And if, if you're able to do that, but not dwell on it, I think that's what we struggle with. We need to be able to understand what people think about us and where we're at, but don't dwell on it. And we struggle with it. I think that's something that's very valid and I think has only increased as time's gone on here, Mitch, especially in the digital age that we're in right now. I often use Twitter as a reference and you can use Facebook or Instagram or other platforms as well too. But what social media has enabled us to do is basically give everyone a platform and give, give everyone a voice, right? What that has also enabled those people to do is create a lot of negative vibe and a lot of negative impact on the world people can basically hide behind a screen it doesn't even have to be their name they don't have to have a picture or anything and they can just you know hide behind a pseudo name and basically rag on people and create a lot of negative energy and and what that what tends to happen is a lot of times there are people out there that are trying to make a difference and, and do good in the world and there are a lot of people that are doing that 
and there are people who are trying to make an impact as well too but are completely being drugged down and and being questioned over and over again because maybe they're misunderstood and there's all these comments on the internet there's these people that keep holding them back they might not even know them but the people that are trying to put out the good content and the the make an impact on the world they're feeling a little bit stalled like i mentioned because they're feeling misunderstood because so many different people have a voice there's so many people hitting them from different directions that it oftentimes drags them down yeah i think you hit it right on the on the head here but you talk about misunderstanding people and i think a lot of the misunderstanding comes the first time we meet someone and in first impressions how do we avoid those misinterpretations or misunderstandings the first time we meet someone how do we avoid that yeah we don't get a second chance at a first impression do we mitch no no um i think this is is something that it's very very important and and here's here's what i'm going to go with this um we want to have a good and first impression on everyone not saying that will always be the case but i think what it does is it really pushes us to be the best version of ourselves at all times. What I mean by that is when we're meeting people, we honestly don't know if we're going to meet them again, right? Um, in certain, you know, smaller communities or if it's at work, you know, obviously we'll spend some time around them, but uh, we may never see these people again. And the first impression is all that they're going to have about us. But what that enables us to do and pushes us to do is is to bring that, you know, best version of ourselves, that best impression of ourselves to the table when we're meeting people, right? When we're out and about, um, when we're at lunch, uh, when we're meeting, you know, our significant other's families, whatever it may be, like be your true self and, and be, be, hold yourself to a high standard. I think that's very, very important. And where first impressions go wrong is if you're, you know, if you're lackadaisical, if you're not being respectful, maybe you're having a bad day and just don't want to talk to people. I mean, that happens to all of us, especially kids, you know, going through middle school and high school. There's some bad days out there and we all have them. But I think what what's important about first impressions is it is our only chance to have an impression on somebody and we need to really, really make it count. And that can be very, very tough, but I think it's super, super important. I think you got to be true to yourself. I think that happens a lot in my profession, my job, and in a lot of jobs. Like you can do what what people think you should do and expect you to do and pressure you to do, or you can do kind of like what you need to do. I guess if I'm gonna fail, if something's not gonna work, I want to do it the way that I think I need, it needs to be done. And I think that's with first impressions too. Like don't go in there doing what people think you should do or or how other people see it. Like be true to yourself. And you know what? If if it doesn't work, if that's not a good impression, maybe that relationship's not meant to be anyway. I think so many times people try to be someone they're not when they're meeting someone significant or someone that's going to help push them forward. And they give them a different perception of what they actually are. And that can come back both ways in, in, in stink. The first thing is that person can expect something that you're not and then later find out that's an issue. Or they might not even give you the benefit of the doubt because they're like, oh, this one's too much for me. When in all reality, you're exactly what they're looking for. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit. Think about it in in these terms. If you're not true to yourself, and let's say you're kind of a monotone person or a little bit shy up front, but you want to get over this hump, right? So you meet someone and you're just uber energetic and you're over the top and overly nice and laughing and giggling all the time. Well, as you continue to have more and more interactions with this person after your first impression, each interaction unveils kind of the more true you, if you will. And that relationship could have gotten off to to maybe a, a good start and then maybe diminished over time because you aren't who you truly were. And, and the first impression um, was, a, was a bad sign of, of things to come. That can happen all around us, right? So you made a good point there, being true to ourselves. And I think, you know, our first impression is, is very, very important. But a lot of times there's a lot of follow-up as well too. You know, a lot of times, especially in smaller communities, Mitch, like you and I are in, I think it's it's fun because we can be true to ourselves and meet someone and have that first impression and then get to know people on a deeper level as we continue on in those relationships, which I think is pretty dang cool. Nice. So talking about perceptions of these first impressions or ninth impressions, how do people form these perceptions of us and how have those changed over the years? <laughs> how have they changed over the years? Gosh, I hope they've changed, Mitch. I I remember when I first met you, we were playing or trying to play basketball anyway. I can only imagine what some of those parents thought of those two hooligans out on the basketball court. What do you think those impressions were like? Impressive. Impressive, are you sure? I don't know. I like to think <laughs> that. Yeah, we like to think that. We always <laughs> like to think that. Uh, yeah, I, it's definitely changed over the years, and I think that's just you know a natural flow of, of life as, as we continue to grow and gain new experiences and meet new people. I think the perceptions of us definitely change. Uh, one thing that, that's kind of fascinating, if you will, is our perceptions of others change as well too and sometimes those are good and other times they're in the other direction a lot of times those perceptions can change negatively too we've touched on i believe is in season one just how how surrounding yourself with with the right people and and the people that are heading in the right direction of you how important that really really is and as perceptions change of us and our perceptions change of others I think it's important to be, you know, cognizant of that and, and be be in alignment with that. You know, I think it's important to, if, if people are heading in, in a certain direction and your impression continues to weaken, well, you need to listen to that intuition. And the same goes for the other side as well, too. If you had kind of an iffy first impression, but as you see this person more and more, you have more and more interactions with them and you grow closer with them and start to see the, the, the deeper the deeper self that there are, um, I think it's important to kind of hang on to those people, you know, cause relationships and connections are everything. So it definitely changes as time goes along, but I, I think there's something special about that too. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, to make a good and first impression. And I don't think we have to, I think, yeah, some of the relationships go by the wayside because of, you know, it didn't go as planned. But good relationships that are going to endure moving forward are going to end up working out in the long run. I mean, I, I truly think that, but I don't know. I um, 
you know, kind of going back to the question, I know we kind of got back to, to first impressions there a little bit, but how do people form these perceptions of us? I think we're all really guilty of hearing what other people say about other people and don't truly get to know for ourselves. And then we we make misunderstandings about the information we receive secondhand. How many times, Jake, have you like been talking to someone? They're like, "Jays, I just really don't like that person." You're like, "Hold up a second, you don't even know." Like, have you even talked to that person? Like, why do you not like them? I think that happens to us quite a bit. It happens all the time. And one thing that I'll go back to that I said earlier in the episode: a lot of that, <laughs> again, is is based on social media. I know it doesn't happen all the time, Mitch, but I think of you know different individuals that I've met. Uh, especially specifically in the last two years that there's a lot of opinions out there. There is a lot of perceptions out there and a lot of time it is word of mouth. Well, a lot of times those perceptions are coming from maybe it's a, a picture or a post that this person put up. Maybe it's something they said on Facebook. Well, you never know what was behind it, you know, unless it was, you know, thorough and, and deep and you know that person well, a lot of the times whatever's posted, you're going to kind of make your own little story about it and your own little perception about it. And I think that's something that has really, really increased in this, this digital age. And I think a lot of it is unfortunate. Well, and I just, just sharing a personal story here. I remember hearing a story from a, a colleague a few years ago and they had said they knew, you know, my, my name came up in a, in a conversation and, and some guy had been like, yeah, that mother trucker, you know, <laughs> actually said the word, you know, hey, I, I don't like dealing with him and this and that. And the other thing, it's like, I've never spoken because the, the person told me who it was. I'm like, I don't know that person at all. I've never spoke a word to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so who else is that person telling that story to about me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've never even talked to the guy. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, and that just continues to bounce off, and it's, yeah, you, you you form enemies without even knowing people. It's it's crazy, and depending on this, you know, the position that you're in, people have ill will about you, and it's like you you don't even know them. Yeah, and something just to kind of circle that point around, Mitch, and I think it's pretty special too, is that just makes it that much more important to be your your true self and and who you are in all of your interactions you know what i'm saying it's 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 important to be be that person and the person that you believe and love that you are i think it's important because a lot of times if those things are being said on the outside but you're having more and more interactions with people and forming you know deeper connections and and have more and more impressions then a lot of times those those blips, if you will, are are less and less valid and they become less and less meaningful and there's less and less of them as time goes on if you're tra- staying true to yourself and continuing to, to impact people when you're speaking with them. Does that make any sense? Couldn't agree more. I think you're absolutely right. So I found this little thing, um, 10 habits that can cause people to misunderstand you for the worse. I'm going to read them off, Jake, and then I want you to pick one of them, and maybe two, I don't know if you want to touch on two, on like what you're guilty of. Number one, being a little too sarcastic. Number two, hiding your emotions. Number three, not being fully present. Number four, frowning. Number five, fidgeting. Number six, not making eye contact. Number seven, 
failing to actually listen. Number eight, seeming shy or introverted. Introverted, excuse me. Number nine, apologizing all day long. And number 10, minimizing. What do you got? <laughs> this, is this is great, Mitch. Um, mine are going to be one and two off the bat. I think uh, being a little too sarcastic and two is hiding your emotions. Um, I think you and I are very, very alike in this. We're very sarcastic people. And a lot of times that, that can be misinterpreted or maybe just sometimes we're not being as as straightforward as we need to be. Uh, but I enjoy sarcasm. I, I, think it, I think it keeps things a little bit light, uh, which is always nice, uh, especially during the times that we've had over the past year, year and a half. So um, yeah, I think I'm definitely a little bit too sarcastic at times. And hiding my emotions is something that I've really, really worked on. Um, you know, I actually on June 10th, just a few days ago, I celebrated my two year anniversary of uh, my first blog post actually. So that was kind of neat, but um, how it ties into the story is I think I used to suppress a lot of those emotions and, and I was very, very afraid to be vulnerable and tell people my story. Um, but since I made that decision June 10th, two years ago, my, my world has absolutely opened up and it's been amazing. And the doors that have opened and the people that I've connected with and the relationships that I've formed since I did that and since I started to, to talk about my emotions and, and become vulnerable and start to post some of that stuff, uh, my world has just completely flipped upside down. It's been pretty special. So uh, those are my, my two answers, one and two, and I definitely got to hear yours. Well, I think it's really important to understand this. I think it's it's important to realize where you're coming from and why people might, might misunderstand things about you. So I, I, I really enjoyed reading this list. I'm, I'm with you. I think number one, being a little too sarcastic especially as an elementary principal dealing with elementary students that don't get your sarcasm. Um, it's interesting. I learned that the hard way. Um, student teaching in Hanson, I was long-term sub in second grade, and holy smokes, 21-year-old Mitch with a bunch of second graders, you learn a lot about yourself. Uh, <laughs> and one of them is, is that I was too sarcastic to be doing that job. But... You live and you learn. So that I would say that uh, another one again, just like you, uh, with hiding your emotions. I'm truly working on failing to actually listen, and you hear this all the time about being an active and a good listener. I constantly, I don't know if I have a fear of this, if it's a subconscious thing, but I constantly have to think about how I'm going to answer when someone's talking. And I'm not actually listening. And I and like I said, I've worked on it. I've gotten better at it. But it's still an issue for me. And I like I can't. In my position, I need to be a better listener than I am. And I'll continue to work on that. And hopefully one day I get to where I need to be. But I I can certainly understand why people would misunderstand things about me because I struggle to listen sometimes. Hey, what's what's really cool about that, Mitch? And for all you listeners there too, is you're aware of it. You know, right. whether you whether you were told that or whether you kind of gained a better understanding of it over time, like you're fully aware of that, which is... Well, my wife tells me that all the time. Well, I mean, Wait. that's a whole other story. We don't want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> but I, I think it's important. You're aware of it. You're you're working on it. Um, Sherry will, will come around and, and we'll get there, so... 
Before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We read a few shout-outs as well. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by certified financial planner Luke Bruns at Northwestern Mutual. Luke has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009 and strives to protect what matters most for your family. For more information, contact us at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. Thanks, Luke, for sponsoring Season 4 for us. So you got some shout-outs, some things that are going on. What do you got for us? News, updates, bulletins? All the above, Mitch. How many? How much time do we have? Hey, let's keep at it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Luke Bruns. Uh, again, we've known him for a long time, and he's he's really supported what we're doing here, Mitch. So, again, appreciate that support. Uh, we've been up to a lot. So we actually posted our last episode. This might be a little cringy. Uh, April 26th. So it's been quite a while. We've been on about a two-month hiatus, but like Mitch said, we've been busy. One of the opportunities that I wanted to bring up was the FBLA conference, the Future Business Leaders of America conference that both you and I got to attend in peer. We both uh, presented individually and then as a team. And I just wanted to touch on that. That was such a great opportunity to get in front of those kids and teachers in peer uh, for those couple days. And just wanted to let our listeners know that uh, that's something that we did and, and really, really enjoyed. Yeah, we've done the Thai convention as well. We've spoken centerville that was a good opportunity for us and all educational uh background right now and it's been good how how is the speaking thing went you've you've done it a couple times now what what are your thoughts it's it's going great i'm definitely learning a lot and definitely finding my flow if you will uh we we aren't all as blessed as mitch reed here on yeah public speaking (laughs) but no it's it's going good mitch like i i think i told you on the way back from centerville last week uh it's something that I'm getting more and more comfortable with and more and more excited about as I do more of this stuff. Uh, I'm really getting into some neat projects that I'll share after a little bit here and, and just the, the speaking and the opportunities. Like I said, the doors that have opened since all this started, it's, it's been pretty special. So um, just excited to, to continue on. Another thing that we did, uh, um, we were on the Rural Revolution podcast. I almost forgot about that. We got to hop on with Carly and Brody. Again, the Rural Revolution is a podcast uh, by two entrepreneurs up in Aberdeen, and they invited us on, and we had a blast. We talked for about 45 minutes there. That episode can be found on their platform, again, the Rural Revolution, but that was an absolute blast. Uh, Your thoughts on that? They got a lot going on up there, doing some good things. They just opened Market on the Plaza, uh, downtown Aberdeen, actually going to go give that a shot here this weekend. But uh, they got good; they're good people. I mean, that's the thing about it. I think you look at a lot of people's success in a, in a smaller community and just trying to make a change. They're good people, so people rally around that. They uh, they kind of share who they are and are are very I don't know open about that. And I think people want to support that. They've got a podcast studio up there too. That's really neat. Um, what is it? The pheasant canteen, they call it. They've got some really cool podcasts coming out of there and it's a little more high tech than what we're doing, Jake. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more high tech that that studio is pretty amazing, but just the opportunity for, for us to, to go up there and be invited on and then have the conversation that we did. That was pretty special. So a, a big shout out to both Carly and Brody for that. 
Our last comments are brought to you by Emma Constant at Constant Chiropractic in Watertown, South Dakota. Uh, the chiropractic clinic offers an innovative approach to spine care. They offer some of the most cutting-edge techniques for those who suffer from chronic low back pain, neck pain, herniated and bulged discs, work-related injuries, whiplash, auto accidents, and other musculoskeletal injuries. Our clinic offers patients the most advanced treatment techniques. So thank you, Dr. Constant at Constant Chiropractic for sponsoring us. And I'm also going to have to talk to her about putting musculoskeletal in her ad. I don't... That that was tough. That was tough, Jake. I think you crushed it, but that was definitely a tongue twister. Wow. I was... I had a little... <laughs> I was cringing a little bit on the other line here. <laughs> so last comments. Uh, what, what do we got, Jake? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, getting back on it, though. I'm excited to get going again. Me too. That's that's just the the main point. I'm excited to to really dive in. I think season four is going to be great. We've gained a, a lot of experiences, Mitch, um, just in the last couple months that we haven't been on here. So to to hop on and talk about those and connect with you guys once again, um, I think it's going to be pretty special. I love the topic. Um, I think uh, it's important that you know we stay true to ourselves, and that'll be a constant theme. But also. Uh, to dive into the kids' answers is going to be pretty special because, again, these are coming from high school, middle school, middle school students, and there's a lot uh, there's a lot going on at that level. So I'm excited to dive in and have those conversations with you. Well, while I'm looking here or talking, I guess, and giving contact information, you've got a book handy. What is our next episode? Let's find it right now, why don't we? You think I would have a book around? I got about nine hundred of them downstairs, but nothing ever close. I think by. I I might have more than you do actually. <laughs> so yeah, what? our contact information here: uh, thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail dot com. Check out Jake; he's got a lot going on. Seven Days Gratitude. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, it's just Jake dot com. That's where he does his blog. That's where it all started a little over two years ago. That's why we're kind of doing what we're doing here. Um, Without that revelation, I don't know if we start this podcast. So uh, give that a shout-out. Give us a shout-out on what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear you. So, Jake, what do you got for us? I appreciate it. We're going to get rolling. What is something people misunderstand about you? The first answer here in the book is how much I care. Wowza. I think that happens a lot, doesn't it? It certainly does. So tune in for the next episode. The question of the day, what is something that's misunderstood about you? The answer to that question, how much I actually care. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase cardboard confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.